we're talking in terms of recording albums and these last few years of things changing in the way that music is distributed, clearly getting away from physical media and many releases happening as singles mm-hmm. um, or, or EPs, but more EPs more often. What's your take on that? I mean, do you see any, any benefit or lack of, of benefit from getting away from the album concept? Well, first off, it's, things are cylindrical. They, it always comes back around. And mm-hmm. what we're doing now is we're just going back to the way it was in the 50s. You know, in the 50s and the early 60s, there were people who actually didn't ever release albums. They just released singles. They didn't, they didn't have an album there. They had a record deal. So a lot of people don't realize the difference because they grew up in a time where when you bought a record, it was an album, like a record, you know. But a record just right. means record. It means one song. So to record one song is a record, to cut a record. And basically what I mean by that is that when you would get a record deal, you would get a record deal for a song, not for an album. And then that single would... Uh, you know, would basically try to climb the charts or, or whatever. I mean, basically, if you ever seen that movie, that thing you do, mm-hmm. just like that, they cut they cut one song with a B side, and that record went up the charts, and they went on tour. They only had a record; they didn't have an album. So then we get into the seventies and the the age of album rock, you know, and where everything was an album, and people were buying lots of media in the seventies and eighties. And then obviously the history, you know, the 90s, it became really, really bloated. Um, People, bands that didn't even kind of deserve gold and platinum albums, you know, so that was in the the mid to late 90s. And then the whole thing came crashing down with the advent of, most most people say the iPod, but I disagree. I think the advent of the MP3 codec is what made it go down. I've traced it back in my mind. And that to me was the single invention that end, that was the beginning of the end. That was the, and I think MP3 is in, is one of the most incredible inventions of the last, you know, the last fifty years, um, because now there was a way to share music in a format that most people can't hear the difference. The MP3 is a very um, impressive codec. Like if you listen to it and then you flip from MP3 to Wave you know, back and forth, like blindfolded. There's only a handful of people who tell you, who can really hear the difference. That being said, now people can share music. Now people can burn CDs with a bunch of songs on it. Now people can send an email with, you know, and that's when the Napster thing came and the iPod thing came and I want to have a thousand songs on this little device. Well, that wouldn't be possible without that codec. What ended up happening is that with the music sharing and iPods and the MP3 codec and Napster and LimeWire and all that stuff, people got the impression somewhere along the line that music is free. Yep. It's not free. It's expensive. It's expensive to make. But people take it and they think it's free, but it's not free. Just like they they you know, they think it's free, but they, they pay a subscription to listen to it. Just like people think information is free, but the information is not free. If all the library is closed, then that means you'd have to pay for information. You'd have to pay a cell phone bill or an internet bill in order to have access to information. Back to singles and EPs, I think that artists now, because of the low attention span of the listener, 
the complete saturation point of anybody and everybody making records. Steve Luckather once said from Toto, he said, the problem is that you have a bunch of people who have no business making records, making records because of the technology. Now somebody who's only, you know, minimally talented or marginally talented can make a record. And if they have enough know-how can sound as good as the people who are really talented, you know, and that's not a slight on anybody. I'm not naming names or or anything like that, but I'm saying that there are a lot of people who can, um, can make, you know, propel the myth that they're better than they are. And therefore they get, their records made. And sometimes they make some fairly great records. There are people who can barely sing who have hits because they're good writers, but they shouldn't be the one singing. So uh, I think that in order for an artist to have any sort of longevity is to sell fewer copies of more product. So it's like the, it's like the Sam Walton thing where you, you get, you make less money per unit, but you sell more units because it's cheaper what an artist is doing is they're taking a single, they're releasing it, and then they're releasing another single right after it. And then another one right after that. So it keeps the momentum going. And even though they might only sell 100 copies of that single, if they would have released an album of those singles, they would have only sold 100 copies of the album. Let's say they only have 100 fans. If they, if they have 100 fans and they put out one album with 10 songs, they're going to sell 100 copies. If you have 100 fans and you put out 10 songs throughout the year, well, now you've just sold 1,000 copies of something, you know. And created consistent income throughout that year. Yes. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Be sure to email me feedback or suggestions to Show at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be safe.